Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. Hey gang, thanks for joining me for another episode of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm Mike Morrison, your host for the show and one half of the Membership Guys. We are membership website experts and this show is where we dispense all sorts of advice, insight, tips, interviews and random ramblings from the world of membership websites. So if you're planning a membership site, if you've got one up and running already, this is the show for you. In today's episode, I'm joined by Jan Ilunga from the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. Now, if you've not heard of Jan, you've not heard of the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast, I want you guys to pay attention. This guy is a smart cookie. On his show, he's interviewed pretty much a who's who from the world of online business and is currently organizing the world's largest online web summit for podcasting. So I was very keen to get him on the show. I'm actually going to be appearing on the summit talking about how podcasting can help you grow your membership site. But I was keen to get him on the show to talk about the ins and outs of organizing a summit, how he managed to get guys like John Lee Dumas, Jay Beer, Subi Zimmerman, and a whole load of other top influencers. The guy's got over 70 big names from the world of online marketing and podcasting. So I wanted to tap into his brain find out how he approaches these influencers and also find out how he's using this summit to launch his membership site. So there's a lot of really great advice in our conversation. There's a lot of golden nuggets for membership site owners. So without further ado, I'm going to jump straight into my conversation with Yanni Lunga. All right, so I'm joined on today's show by Jan Ilunga from 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. Jan, thanks for joining me on the show. How the devil are you? <laughs> Mike, thank you for having me. It's always fun to kind of swap roles because a few months ago, I was on the other side of the mic, so I was interviewing you, and now you're interviewing me. It's always fun. <laughs> it is, it is. And then we can weigh the two up against each other and, yeah, <laughs> make them right. compete. Um, and, you know, obviously, you had me on your show, 360 Entrepreneur, several months ago now. It's a great podcast where you've interviewed pretty much every big name in terms of online <laughs> business. I'm sure there's still some guys on your hit list. Uh, but right. what I really want to talk to you about today was something very exciting that you've got coming up, which is the Podcast Success Summit. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for, for the question. I mean, I've, I've, I'm organizing the world's largest podcasting virtual summit. So it isn't a small virtual summit, it's the largest in the world when it comes to podcasting. And there are over 70 speakers. So obviously there is my good friend, Mike Morrison. You guys may may know him from the membership guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the one, are... yeah, I'm the one with a crazy Northern accent. So it's the, ba- <laughs> it's the battle of the accents in this show, I think. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, jo- jokes aside, over 70 speakers, there is Mike, the 
author is uh, Jolly Dumas, New York Times bestselling authors, Joel Coleman, Jay Bear. There is Subi Zimmerman. Really, there are so many great speakers. And the, the summit is a digital conference for those who aren't familiar with, with what a virtual summit is. So it's a digital conference, which means that one can access the video sessions because every presentation is video. Uh, straight from your couch in your pajamas or whatever. <laughs> and the conference going to start on May 16th and ru- will run all the way through June 9th. So it's quite of a relatively long conference, but as I said, is online. So you, you don't have to travel or anything like that. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, I mean, talk about world's biggest conference. I think when I did a quick count this morning, there were 78 sessions lined up. <laughs> Which is is crazy. So you're you're aiming big. You're shooting big with mm-hmm. the podcast success summit. Where did the initial kind of inspiration, the initial idea for that summit come from? Uh, what kind of drove you to kind of want to make it the biggest summit of its kind? And what set the wheels in motion to make it happen? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a great question, and I think it's always important to ask oneself why I want to do something, whether it's organizing a summit, hosting a webinar, launching a podcast, a membership site, whatever. In my case, it's so that through my podcast, I've done, um, I would say, over 90 interviews, something like that. So I've connected with quite many people. And some people like you, Mike, we are friends. We talk every now and then on Facebook. But I was thinking, okay, it would be nice to have an opportunity to kind of collaborate again. So not only a collaboration in terms of an interview for a podcast, but collaborate again. So I started to think I love talking to people. I love doing interviews. And I thought, okay, since I'm in Finland, which isn't a good location when it comes to um, online marketing and entrepreneurship for Mm -hmm. the fact that Mm -hmm. Most of the speakers are in North America, or in this case, really all over the world. So I thought, okay, how can I do something where I bring people together without the need to actually travel? And I came up with the idea of a virtual summit. So I thought, okay, it would be interesting to organize a virtual summit. So I thought about the topic. Obviously, podcasting is really what I focus on also with my business. And I thought, okay, it would be interesting to organize a a virtual summit about podcasting. So I started to do kind of a list of potential speakers and topics. And then I think I came up with about 30 names. And then I thought, okay, the best way to do this is just to start to kind of pitch the idea of some of the potential speakers and see how they react to it. And long story short, I reached out to a couple of of the speakers. They were like, yeah, absolutely. Let me know when and where. And it grew from there. And uh, as I said, originally it was about 30 speakers. And then I noticed that, yeah, there are quite many different aspects related to podcasting. And uh, it it wouldn't be much of use for people who are going to watch the conference if, uh, you know, every session just touches on something in a kind of shallow matter. Yeah. So I thought, for example, when it comes to podcast monetization, there are different ways that one can really stretch, strategically leverage his or her podcast to monetize. And the interview with you, Mike, is part of this kind of umbrella of podcast monetization. And I could have interviewed one person, say, okay, in this next 30 or 45 minutes, 
tell us more about different ways to monetize a podcast, but there isn't much use. It's important to really dive deeper into a topic. So that's why the number of speakers grew like that, because I thought, okay, it would be interesting to really pick a speaker, make sure that we talk about something him or, or her is, uh, he or she is passionate about, and then also to make sure that we really dive deeper into that topic. So that's kind of where the idea of the summit came about and how kind of immediately went from 30 speakers to 70 plus now today. <laughs> and I love that. And, and I love the fact that, you know, you're setting out with the intention of, of really delving into the topics and providing genuine value to people where, mm. you know, what's being covered is being covered in enough depth that someone could go away and, and actually implement some stuff rather than just, like you say, having, having kind of like a list of stuff, right, okay, let's do one session on monetization, one session on technology, and so on. But right. with with 78 sessions, tell me what that process has been like, man. Where do you even start trying to organize something of that sort of scale? <laughs> that That's a good question. Yeah. I have, mean... you, have you had any sleep? Uh, no, no, I haven't. I've been, I've been up for maybe three months. Nice. <laughs> no, well, j- jokes aside. So by the time we're recording this, the conference hasn't started yet. We are almost there. So I can tell you what I, what I feel um, I could have worked better. And uh, that's really giving yourself a safety net. So what is a safety net is to make sure that you have enough time before the summit to you know, prepare the promotional material to make sure that everything is is ready to go, that the videos are, are have been edited if that's what's, what's needed, that the site is up and running and all this kind of thing. So in my case, I actually thought, well, uh, two weeks is a relatively long period of time. So a two-week safety net period would be good. So basically what that means is I try to have everybody schedule a time for the interview because the interviews or the sessions are recorded beforehand. Yeah. So since I have speakers from each part of the world, it's important to to coordinate. And you can imagine over 70 people, it's quite the work. And <laughs> I tried to have everybody schedule and record before, let's say, before the beginning of May, if we do the math. Yeah. Unfortunately, that hasn't been the case. So there has been people who has done who who were great because they told me months ago, yeah, sure, count me in. We scheduled, we recorded it. That's great. But some other people, so I've had two other types of people that have kind of been a little bit a pain in the in the neck. So <laughs> one one type of people, and this has happened to maybe two or three three of the potential speakers, are people who told me months ago, yeah, sure, count me in. Let me know when you want to do it. And uh, <laughs> as of today. I've sent them emails, I've sent them LinkedIn messages, so I haven't heard from them anymore. Wow. And that, you know, that can kind of hurt your your conference or your summit if you kind of focus too much on those people, so you try to run after them. So for me, I'm like, hey, it's important to put the emphasis on people who are interested in participating in the summit. So to those people, unfortunately, I cut them out. So that's one one type of people. The other type of people are people who keep postponing. And don't get me wrong, anything can happen. 
especially when we record with Skype or something like that. And yeah. this is video, which adds even a more an additional layer of difficulty because we have to make sure that we have good, not only good sound, but also good video. The light is good. We are in a location where we feel comfortable recording in. And there's been some people who have been just uh, postponing and then maybe they don't show up and then they postpone and they haven't shown up. So that, that's kind of a, has been probably the, the biggest pain in the neck when it comes to to the logistics of the summit. But other than that, I've had a great time. Sure, it is a lot of work because if we think only in terms of the content, every session is 30 to 50 minutes long. So mm. that's over 70, uh, over 30 hours of video. Wow. So the video alone is quite the work. And then when it comes to the promotional aspects of the summit, I really want to make it as easy as possible for speakers, for affiliates to promote the event. So you want to make sure that they have promotional materials like banners and clickable tweets and this and that. So it's definitely taking some time, but I'm really happy with how the summit is coming along. And I, I can't wait to really open the doors to everybody. Excellent. I'm really excited for when the summer comes. I really enjoyed our chat and, <laughs> you know, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but if every session kind of, I think, covers the sort of stuff to the sort of depth that, that ours did, it's going to be so, so valuable for people attending. Right. And as well, by the way, if people are listening to this thinking, okay, well, you've got 78 sessions, they're talking about all these big names, I bet it's going to cost a fortune. This is all free as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. So the the way that the summit works, and this is how typically a virtual summit works, is that you can just sign up for the summit so you get your virtual ticket absolutely for free. The only thing you have to do is give your, your name and email address, that's it. And then you're, you're good to go. And every day, starting from May 16th, I will email you a link with the session or sessions of the day. And you will be able to access all the sessions and every session is available for free for three days. So if one, you know, organizes himself or herself can just cherry pick the sessions that sound interesting or can decide, okay, I want to go through the whole summit. So I just organize myself and there is three day window of time for each session to be watched. If somebody feels well, you know, maybe I'm traveling, I won't have time, whatever. There is also the lifetime access pass that is available. Now that costs, so that's not for free, but it's really a steal, if I dare to say so, because, I mean, we said it over 70 speakers. The starting price of the pass is 97 bucks, and wow. it includes a lifetime access to the sessions, both as video and audio, so you can also listen to them. And then there is a package, a package of bonuses where the value is over 2000 bucks. And the, the bonuses include some Q&A calls with some of the speakers, including Mike. So that's, for example, is a great opportunity that if you watch a session and maybe you have specific questions related to your own podcast or your own business or your own membership site, whatever, and we talk about that in the session, you can come on the Q&A call and really ask me and the speakers those questions. And then we have some some deals, some discounts. There is uh, a free month access to my upcoming membership site, uh, the Podcast Success Academy. So plenty of exciting stuff, really. So you can choose whatever is best for you. 
free or paid and have access to the summit even a year from now. Love it. Love it. And of course, if anyone goes to podcastsuccesssummit.net and looks at that lineup, they are going to be blown away to who's who are big names you mentioned before. John Lee Dumas, you've got Jay Bear, who I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of, Joel Combs, who be Zimmerman, and so on and so on. Now, that would be impressive any day of the week. But what's, <laughs> what's even more impressive is right now we're kind of in the middle of conference season. So right. a lot of these guys are traveling all over the world. They're flying around the globe, going to different conferences, different events. So they're already insane schedules are just off the chart. Now, mm-hmm. taking that into consideration, what's your secret, man? What's your secret for approaching these influencers and getting their buy-in? Because you've had some great names on your show, and mm-hmm. now you've got such a stellar lineup right in possibly the busiest time that these guys are going to be in, but yet they're in. How do you yeah. do it? How does someone how <laughs> does someone start reaching out to people? Maybe not even kind of the, the huge names for their show. If they're thinking, you know, if some of our listeners are thinking about organizing an online summit as a way of promoting their own business or building their own list or what have you, where do you start when approaching guests, particularly those influencers? Yeah, absolutely. What I'm about to share actually really applies to Anybody who wants to outreach, whether it's for a roundup post, for a a, a virtual summit, an interview, really, what I'm about to share applies to everybody. And uh, before I I share that, I want to touch on something you said, Mike, that you talk about the fact that this is is a very busy time of the year. Mm. And uh, that's, that's right. And when I was thinking of, okay, when should I host my conference? That's something I did. I did some research, obviously. I looked at dates. And that time or this couple of weeks, it looked as a as a time where it could work in well because if it was in advance, there would have been social media marketing world. And if it would have been later, there are events like New Media Europe, Podcast Movement. And again, I said it, there is over 70 people to coordinate. So yeah. that would have been a mess. So <laughs> that's something I just wanted to touch on. Now, to answer your question, I think that it's really important to understand that when you want to reach out to somebody, you have to put yourself in his or her own shoes. So, for example, if you want to interview somebody for your podcast, you should ask yourself, you shouldn't just think, well, my podcast is great and the person is going to love it too. You should think, okay, what are the benefits that that person would have by being a guest on my podcast? Like you have to try to be objective. So take distance from your podcast for a moment and think about that. And something I really like doing, and it's something I've I've leveraged, and I don't have any problem to share this with you and your listeners, Mike, because it's something I talk about on my podcast anyways. This strategy, I've used it to interview uh, Michael Port, Jay Bear, who you mentioned, who are both New York Times bestselling authors. Yeah. I'm thinking about who else. Well, anyways, too, so that gives you an idea of very big names. And what I did is, first of all, I became kind of a blip on their radar. So I would use Twitter. Let's say I want to interview you, Mike, and I have no connection with you. The first thing I would do is connect, start following you on Twitter. That's it, simply following you. Then I would really take time to check your content. So if you have a podcast, I would listen to the last couple of episodes. If you have a blog, I would read your last or latest blog posts. And then I would start curating your content. Now, 
I'm not talking about spamming. So every day bombarding you with, hey, Mike, I, I just share your post. No, no, no. I'm talking about something that you would do organically. So I, I want to curate your content because I believe it's powerful, but at the same time, I don't want to be annoying. So I may share or curate your content today and then maybe after a few days and after uh, a week or something like that. And then at some point I would reach out and say in my email, I would say something like, hey, Mike, it's Jan. And I keep my emails pretty informal. I would say, hey, hey, Mike, it's Jan. You probably remember me from Twitter. I am at blah, 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 what I've been curating your content. And then I would just go straight to the point and say, hey, I'll write it into you because I, I'd like to invite you to be on the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. And I would say, since I've already interviewed some people, I would say uh, some of the, the list of some of the past uh, experts includes ABC. And then there is a key phrase that I, that I always include in my emails, that, and it's this one. Some of the questions would give you the opportunity to share more information about blank. Yeah. So this can be about your business, about your upcoming virtual summit, about your upcoming product launch, whatever. So about blank with the listeners. And this works very, very well. Now, if somebody has a book coming out, so I mentioned Michael Port and Jay Bear, what I actually did is, and I do this quite often, I keep an eye on Amazon, on the book section of Amazon, the business books. And when I see that somebody has a book coming out, that's the best time right. for reaching out because that's when people are looking for free promotion. So sure, you can use iTunes, you can do this and that, but especially when it comes to quote unquote influencers, if you reach out when somebody has something to promote, it can be a book, it can be a product launch. That's a great way. It's probably the the kind of my secret sauce in terms of getting influencers on the podcast. And I don't have any problem in saying that had I reached out to them at a different time, they might have said no, because yeah. they're very busy people. But because they had something to promote, they said yes. So then for the summit, how does it work? If somebody wants to organize a summit, in my case, what I did is first I reached out to the people who I already had a connection with. So people who I know. And one thing I want to add is that I what I always do, once I interview somebody, for the first time, I would always ask him or her if it's okay for them that I connect with them on Facebook and LinkedIn. So first of all, Facebook, because that gives both of us an opportunity to learn more about each other's personal life. So not only about business and then LinkedIn, because it's a, it's a business social, social network. So why not? So what I, what I did in that case, I reached out to people who I had a connection with and um, I kind of used the power of the snowball effect. So I, I reached out first to those who are considered big names by people. Mm -hmm. And in this case were Jolly Dumas and Joel Com. And to give you an idea, once you really build the relationship the right way, and th this is the key, it's a relationship, it's not an interview. Once you build the relationship the right way, outreach, doing outreach again, it's, it's super easy. For example, to Joel Com. I, I didn't even send him an email. I sent him a message on Facebook. Right. This tells you how informal I was. I didn't even have the site up yet, I believe. I didn't have many details. I told him, hey, Joel, I'm planning to organize 
Afar Tal Summit about this in in spring. I would love to have as one of the speakers. And he said, yeah, sure. Let me know when you have more details. So I I reached out to him, to Jolly Dumas, who I know that has a very crazy schedule. So once they said yes, I reached out to other people I know. And then when I reached out to people who I had no connection with, because that's also the case. Some of the speakers, I'd never had a chance to meet them, whether it's via my podcast or in person. When I reached out to them, you know, it was easy because I had already a few kind of magnet names in a way. I had already a good number because people like you, Mike, who I reached out early on told me yes. So when I reached out to the, the people who I had no connection with, I could say, yeah, the summit will feature... 30 speakers, and then it was 40, 50, and so forth. So if somebody's here and is really thinking about how can I kind of get people on board with my project, whether it's a virtual summit, it's a podcast, whatever, just think really what I said at the beginning. Think about what's in it for them rather than, well, I just want to interview Mike because he's great and he's going to bring me a ton of listeners because yeah. that, that won't happen anyways. Yeah, and God, there's so much gold in there, like you say, not just for people who are thinking about <laughs> setting up a, a virtual summit, but also for your podcast. So I put five kind of main stages there, I think that rounds up to making that connection across the different social channels, nurturing mm-hmm. that relationship, getting to the point when you contact them as well. I, I won't lie, I, I use a version of the email you first sent me because mm-hmm. it was just so to the point this is what I want to do. This is why it's good for you. Here's the guys I've had on before. Are you in? I love that. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I've, I've interviewed some great guests already on this show. Putting yourselves in their shoes as to why they would want to do it and then riding that snowball effect. And I love the tip there about, uh, about keeping an eye on Amazon as well because <laughs> you see it all the time. You know when someone has a book out because they're doing the book tour. Right. A, a big, big thing for me as well. I've got to admit that, um, when we first started introducing the interviews to the membership guys podcast, the first one or two that I, I arranged, I did have in my head, well, I'd love to get this guy in the podcast because they've got a huge audience and I'd love mm-hmm. to have some of that audience. And uh, there's one interview in particular I remember just went so, so badly. The end result was good because I edited it quite well, but <laughs> but the the conversation was just awkward. I wasn't, you know, I, I, it was it was kind of a stretch because I mm-hmm. hadn't thought not only about obviously all the stuff you're talking, but also what's the angle for the listeners or the attendees or what have you. So right. Every guest that I have has to have something. There has to be something tying back to membership sites. So you know, with yourself, not only. Have we had a relationship for, for months now? I've been on your show. We've had a bit of uh, back and forth across social media. We're going to meet up at Podcast Movement. Mm-hmm. You're going to buy me a beer there. Um, <laughs> Only one. <laughs> <laughs> to start with. Um, but, you know, the, the great thing of what we're talking about here with with Virtual Summit is that for membership site owners, for our listeners, they're highly relevant because these can be such a great way of just accelerating your authority, your visibility, and, you know, is that a big factor for you, that authority building, that visibility side of things, when you're putting together the podcast success summit? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that when one puts together a virtual summit, 
one has to think about uh, value in many different forms. So not only thinking, oh, okay, I want to make this much money with the summit because money, you know, is not everything. You should really think about the value. So for example, in my case, I know that, hey, I'm interviewing 70 different people, which means that I'm going to have the opportunity to collaborate with potentially with 70 different people beyond the summit. So I know that people are going to be promoting the summit, so it's going to get some visibility. People are going to get access to it and that kind of going to have me have the label of the the guy who organized the largest uh, podcast in virtual summit in the world. But yeah. it's definitely something to think about also because if somebody has a membership site or even is thinking about or uh, building a membership site, if, you, if you're smart about your content, this could be great because you could decide to repurpose the content. So you could say, for example, okay, I want to organize a, a, a smaller virtual summit than the one Jan organized. I want to interview, let's say, 15 people in my space. That's great. You can offer uh, in any form you want. If you want to offer it for free forever or if you want to do limited time, that's up to you. But what you can do is you can repurpose the content. So you could say, hey, why not include this interview was so great. Why not include it as a as a bonus section on my membership site. So yeah. that's also something to really think about. And I really believe in the power of thinking strategically about the content we create, thinking about repurposing. So that's that's also an, another advantage of maybe organizing uh, a virtual summit is really having your, your membership site at the back of your head and maybe have, hey, you're going to interview an influencer for your summit is the opening keynote speaker or the closing keynote speaker, whatever, you can you can have them, you know, agree beforehand that, hey, or you can tell them, hey, I thought that, by the way, I'll, I'll use this for my membership site if that's okay with you. People are going to tell you yes. So you're going to have the opportunity to have uh, influencer A, B, C, whatever, also as part of your membership site. So that's also something that then you can really leverage when it's time for you for uh, to promote your, your membership site. So you're, you're trying to uh, highlight the features, why it's a good thing. And you could say also there are some of the experts, some of the top experts in my industry who are, who are part of this membership site. So that's definitely a great way to leverage the summit. Absolutely. And I think, you know, a lot of membership site owners will be looking to bring in guest experts to do live training just for their members. But again, it comes to that, that thing you said about putting yourself in the shoes of these influencers, of these guests. You know, right. if, if, if I invite you to come in and do a session, then if I say come and do a, a session on our, um, live, summit that is the biggest of its kind that's gone out to all of these people that's a lot more attractive to you than come and do this session for you know two or three hundred private members and then we'll lock it away where nobody else can kind of see it for you doing a summit the what's in it for you is getting out in front of that broader audience and it's mm -hmm. it's going to be a lot less friction i think when you're approaching these these kind of big names who 
they do this stuff to get their message out there to build their own audience as well. So it's a much easier sell, I think, kind of getting them along for something like a virtual summit and then repurposing it, like you said, into the membership later. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. And I think as well, it's easier to understand. It's easier to explain, you know, come along and do a, a video interview for a live summit rather than, well, we've got this membership site, we do these monthly live trainings, and uh, this will all be private, and we're charging money for the membership. Then you get into conversations of, well, you know, if my content's bringing new members, I should be getting a cut, and it, yeah, right. it can get a little bit, uh, a little bit messy. And one of our clients as well, one of our long-term clients, they recently did a, um, a, a live online summit over a weekend. And mm-hmm. yeah, the recordings are only available within the membership. So that's the kind of the little, the, the little perk that they get. And it, uh, you know, like I say, it just gives you the best of both worlds there. Now I spotted this in one of your emails. We haven't talked much about it, but you mentioned it a little bit earlier. The podcast success academy. What's that all about? <laughs> good, good question. I have no idea. <laughs> no, uh, no jo- jokes aside, I, I wanted to create a membership site good. because, I mean, I've been member of a few membership sites. I've, I've been preaching podcasting on my, on my podcast. I, I have uh, now organized a conference about podcasting and I get asked questions often about podcasting and some people want to have one-on-one help so they do coaching and that's great i can help with them but i know that there are some people who would still like to work with me but have their independence at the same time so they would like to have a bit of you know a bit of yarn a bit of study on my on my own so i thought of creating a membership site where i really uh, kind of pull back the curtain on everything I've learned about podcasting, and obviously there are also some some uh, guest experts who give their contribution. And uh, there are many different ways of launching something. In this case, a membership site. But I, I'm I'm a person who really likes to experiment. In fact, I always follow three steps, and I always say this to anybody I meet that. When you get some advice, whether it's from a podcast interview like this one, from a book, from the podcast success summit, whatever, always do three things. First of all, test the specific advice you get so you see if it applies to you. Second step is keep track of stats so you can see whether it's working or not. And then the third step is tweak or move on. So the best way to know if... uh, Instagram is working for you is to actually try it out, test it out, see if you're getting results, what type of impact is having on the goal you have. And if it's not for you, you know that you've tried that and you can move on to the next thing. So what I thought of doing with the Podcast Success Academy is actually to uh, kind of piggyback on the Podcast Success Summit. So we have a lot of podcast success (laughs) in this interview. (laughs) And I thought of Instead of doing a more typical launch where I may have a webinar or something like that, I thought of making uh, the first month access to the academy free. So I offer that as a bonus. So when people ask me, ah, Jan, I would like to work with you, but I don't know. I say, look, the, the best way, in my opinion, to do that, and it's also the cheapest, to be honest, is go for the Podcast Success Summit, go for the Lifetime Access Pass for the fact that, first of all, you know that you're going to have lifetime access to sessions with really the best 
when it comes to podcasting and digital marketing. But also number two, one of the bonuses is actually a free month to the Podcast Success Academy. So you have more access to me there. You have access to kind of more of a Uh, educational framework in a way, resources and stuff like that. And it's free for an entire month. And then you can decide if it's not for you, you can say, thanks, Jan, but this is not for me. If you think it's for you, then you can continue. So let's see how it goes. I haven't launched it yet. It's going to launch right after or during the podcast success summit. But I like to to experiment. So I thought, yeah, it would be interesting to launch a bit in in a different way and see how it goes. Excellent. And for any of our listeners who are trying to look at their their launch plans, they're creating their membership site and they're trying to find a big, high-impact way of launching, this is such a great approach because we've already talked about how an online summer can really accelerate your authority and your visibility. It's kind of, you know, it's audience building on steroids. So, you know, if you are looking to make a big, big impact and then launch your membership site in the back of it. What Jan's doing here is such a great approach. I know a few um, successful membership sites where they take that same approach. They actually, they'll do kind of mini summits mm-hmm. yearly and those coincide with the reopening of their membership and so on. So and if you're thinking about it. Sorry, can I, can I add one thing? Sure. Sorry sure. to cut you off. And, and what is also interesting about this kind of launch is that you already have the validation yeah, because, you know, the summit hasn't started yet. There are a few hundred people who have already signed up for the summit. So that tells me that there are a few hundred people who have an interest in podcasting. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be interested in the in the membership site per se. But I know that those people have an interest in podcasting. So when I when it's time to kind of pitch something, I know that those are the right people who already expressed interest in podcasting and I don't have to kind of reach out to people who are are either I don't know anything about or maybe they have no interest in podcasting. So I would just wasting my time and theirs. Absolutely. And, you know, we bang on about idea validation all the time. It's one of the Mm -hmm. key stages so many people miss when it comes to moving forward with their membership plans. They get so excited about this idea that they think is fantastic. They rush into it. They spend money. They spend time pulling together their site. And then they launch and nothing happens because their idea was terrible in the first place. So getting that validation is so, so key. And you mentioned there the validation that people are interested in mem- in, in podcasting, confusing the two of us there. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not only validation that people have an interest about podcasting, it's validation that these people who are interested in podcasting are willing to learn about it so they're in a place where they mm. want to actively learn and take action on it and they want to learn online. So it's right. getting kind of really specific with the the right kind of people because essentially you're delivering the same sort of outcomes. So you're on the same sort of track of what your membership Mm-hmm. will be about just in a different way and in a way that obviously allows you to kind of test and validate that idea so again yeah we're, we're going to end up with uh you know a dozen different summits hopefully spring up on the back <laughs> of uh, on the back of this podcast but uh, i can say now we're certainly putting wheels in motion for our own membership summit uh it's 
such a, a, a no-brainer, I think, if you're mm-hmm. running a membership site and you want to kind of stamp your claim as an authority in your in your area. And I think the momentum that you've got going on for Podcast Success Summit uh, and heading towards it being the biggest of, of its kind that's that's kind of almost kind of paving the way i think i'm keeping an eye on what you're doing so we can just emulate <laughs> it uh in the membership field as well jan thank you so much for sharing uh your experiences with organizing the summit i'm sure it's going to be a huge success when this podcast goes out there's still a little bit of time to register for the podcast success summit which you can do over at the membershipguys.com slash podcast success so that's the membershipguys.com forward slash podcast success. That lets Jan know that I sent you. So uh, he'll buy me more than one beer when we meet up with podcast <laughs> movement. Um, so before we go, Jan, is there anything else you'd like to tell these guys? If you have, if we have any listeners who are kind of thinking, yeah, this sounds kind of cool, but I need, I need a little more nudging. What they're going to get. Why should they do it? What else can you tell them about Podcast Success Summit uh, that we haven't already covered? And what else can you tell them about where they can find out more about you um, and your own podcast too? Mm-hmm. I, I, I love to do that. But before I do that, Mike, I want to say thank you really for, for what you do with the membership, guys. I'm, I'm a big fan of, of your platform, of your podcast. Thank you really for being part of the Podcast Success Summit and for just being a, a great fan. I'm so happy we connected. I wanted to to share that and give you kudos for, for what you do Thanks, day in, day out. So really, thank you. Now, I think it's important to answer that question because we, we've talked about many different things related to the summit, but we actually haven't talked about, okay, who is the summit for? Because the summit is really for a few different people. So the Podcast Success Summit is for you. If you have been thinking about starting a podcast, you've been planning, you've maybe read some blog posts or listened to podcasts, but you really want to get serious. You want to really get started. So there is advice for you. It's also for you if you already are podcasting and you're thinking, hmm, okay, I would like to learn more about how I can grow my audience, how I can leverage my show to grow my email list and how I can monetize with my podcast beyond the traditional sponsorship model. Because if you are strategic about your podcast and the power of podcasting, there are different ways you can monetize. And some of those are actually even more rewarding than the traditional sponsorship model. So the summit is for you too. And last but not least, the summit is even for all the entrepreneurs, marketers, authors, creatives who are interested in leveraging the power of podcasting because we know in 2016, 2017, quite many new cars are going to feature the podcasting apps. Recently, Google launched their podcasting a portal. So podcasting is going to grow. So some people may think, look, I have no interest in doing interviews as a host. I don't want to be a podcaster, but I would love to build authority, grow my email list, promote my business by being interviewed as a guest. So how how can I go about it? Where should I look for podcasts? Once I found the podcasts that I think are a good fit, how do I pitch myself to the host? Once the host tells me, yes, how can I make sure that I'm a great podcast guest and at the same time I grow my email list, I promote my business? So the summit is really for people who are just starting out with podcasting, people who already have a podcast, and for people who are interested in podcasting as the 
as the guest. So you mentioned the link, the membershipguys.com slash podcast success. That's for the summit. And if you sign up there, I'm, I'm going to be the one that replies to you. So I don't have any assistant for my emails. There isn't any robot. That's actually <laughs> me. So people sometimes ask me questions or maybe answer to my questions because they think, ah, this is a robot. And then it's, I reply to them and they're like, ah, oh, it's really you, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's really me. So that's one way to get in touch with me. The other way is simply to go on my site, yanilunga.com. So that's Y-A-N-N-I-L-U-N-G-A. So yanilunga.com. You can go there. You can learn more about what I do. You can listen to the podcast. You can sign up for the newsletter. You can ask me questions, really. You can find me pretty much anywhere online in terms of social media. So just just pick whatever ways it works best for you. I'm always happy to hear from people and, and help whatever possible. That's awesome, Jan. And of course, we put all the links and all the good stuff you need to know in the show notes for this episode. Jan, once again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for being such a great podcast guest. You would think that you knew a thing or two about podcasting. You've got this stuff nailed down. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait for the summit. I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I'm rooting for a huge success for you, which I'm sure is going to come because, uh, yeah, I mean, you're putting together a great great event and of course any of our listeners as jan said wherever you are with podcasting or if you just want to be on the other side of the fence you need to be at this summit so get yourself to the membership guys.com forward slash podcast success jan once again thanks for being on the membership guys podcast thank you brother i appreciate it Thanks again to Jan for taking the time out to appear on the Membership Guys podcast. I really enjoyed our chat. Jan is a great guy. We first spoke, I think it was back in maybe October, September, October of 2015 when Jan approached me to be on his podcast. And uh, we've exchanged quite a few emails. We've got to know each other a little bit over social media. And we'll be meeting up in Chicago for Podcast Summit very soon. Very, very honored to be invited onto the Podcast Success Summit. When you look, at that lineup by going to the membershipguys.com forward slash podcast success. When you look at that lineup, it is seriously impressive. And Jan has been organizing all of this single-handedly. So hopefully from our conversation, you're starting to think and you can see how a web summit, a virtual online summit could be something that you could potentially organize and run for your membership site. And particularly looking at how Jan is using this to launch and to catapult his own membership site based around podcasting. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. As always, let us know what you think. Tweet us at Membership Guys. Get yourself to our free Facebook group, talkmemberships.com. Or of course, if you're a member of membersiteacademy.com, let us know in the forums what you think, any thoughts, any follow-up questions you want me to pass on to Jan. And as always, get yourself to our iTunes page. Leave us a nice little five-star review if you love the show and uh, you listen to us every week. That's it from me for another episode of the Membership Guys podcast. I'll be back very soon with another installment. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Membersite Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. 
So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.